Welcome to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast, your daily dose into the health and wellness world. Welcome back to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast, brought to you by Umzu. I'm your host, Tyler Woodward, and today is another episode of Fun Fact Friday. Today we're talking about why you can't tickle yourself. I thought this was pretty interesting and worth sharing, but first I need to give credit where credit is due, and this passage is being read straight from Dr. Robert Sapolsky's book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, which I'll be reviewing in an upcoming episode. But back to tickling. Why can't we tickle ourselves? Quote, unquote. Before tackling this profound question, we need to first consider why not all people can make you feel ticklish. It probably requires that it be a person that you feel positive about. Thus, you're five and there's no one who can evoke ticklish feelings in you like your nutty uncle who chases you around the room first. Or you're 12 and it's the person in junior high school who's making your stomach feel like it's full of butterflies and making other parts of your body feel all mysterious and weird. It's why most of us probably wouldn't get the giggles if we were tickled by, say, Slodovin Milosovic. Most of us feel fairly positive about ourselves, so why can't we tickle ourselves? Philosophers have ruminated on this one through the ages and have come up with some speculations. But theories about self-tickling are a dime a dozen. Finally, though, a scientist has tackled this mystery by doing an experiment. Sarah Jane Blackmore of the University College of London first theorized that you can't tickle yourself because you know exactly when and where you're going to be tickled. There's no element of surprise. So she set out to test this by inventing a tickling machine. It consists of a lever attached to a foam pad where, thanks to various pulleys and fulcrums run by a computer, when you move the lever with one hand, the foam pad almost instantaneously strokes the palm of the other hand, moving in the same direction as the movement of the lever. Being a hard-nosed scientist, Blackmore quantified the whole thing, coming up with a tickle index. Then, reinvent the wheel. If someone else operates the lever, it tickles you. If you do, nope. No element of surprise. You can't tickle yourself, even with a tickle machine. Then, Blackmore tested her theory by removing the sense of predictability from the self-tickling process. First, remove the sense of predictability about when the tickling occurs. The person moves the lever, and unexpectedly, there's a time lag until the foam pad moves. Anything more than three-tenths of a second delay, and it scores as high of a tickle index as if someone else were doing it. Now, remove the sense of predictability about where the ticking occurs. The person moves the lever, say, forward and back, and unexpectedly, the foam pad moves in a different direction. Anything more than a 90-degree deviation from where you had expected the foam pad to move, and it feels as if someone else had done it. Now we've gotten somewhere. Being tickled doesn't feel ticklish unless there's an element of surprise, of unpredictability, of lack of control. And suddenly, our whole beautiful world of tickle science is shattered around us. Well, that's it for this episode, so I hope you guys found this interesting, as I did at least. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. And remember, these opinions are my own, based on my own research and experiences, and it's not medical advice. Till next time, be good.